is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 15th, 2019. You know, The Who had a song, 515. Today is 515. That is a great song strong hand long-term thinking unconfiscatable bitcoin is the next bitcoin be a unique beast value your wealth in bitcoin one bitcoin equals one bitcoin this game is not rigged all right check out all the links below follow me on twitter at techball t-e-c-h-b-a-l-t if you've got questions in the chat you're watching this live you've got to type bitcoin meister first so I see your question or else I don't see your question or you can do a super chat. That's awesome. Also. Yeah. All right. Friday show will be 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Uh, Los Angeles time. I'm in Los Angeles. Uh, Stefan Lavera will be one of the guests. I'm working on the other two guests right now. Oh, so many moving parts here. Okay. Also link to below next Thursday. I am speaking in Long Beach. The information is linked to below. Uh, there's a flyer that Gaston made. He is great putting on this event. Thank you, Gaston. And follow him on Twitter. The flyer is at his Twitter account. Okay, so the trade war. Trade war. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm not into government interference into the economy and all that, okay? I'm not promoting it, but I know it's happening. It's happening. And it doesn't scare me at all, okay? First of all, the America will benefit, I, I think. Um, but who, who cares? The, the, the part that we should care about in the, in the realm of Bitcoin is uh, what Pomp says here. JP Morgan is telling people that the trade war between the U.S. and China could boost safe, safe haven currencies. Bitcoin is the best safe haven currency in the world. Nervous about global chaos? Buy the strongest non-sovereign currency. Pound that like button. Yes. So global economic chaos, and it won't be that chaotic, but the media will blow it out of a will go wild. People will, if you're worried about it, get into Bitcoin. It will be a free advertisement for Bitcoin once the markets start to panic. And all those people in the markets that kind of know about Bitcoin, They'll be like, well, maybe now's the time to gamble on this since uh, the two biggest economies in the world are having a trade war. What, what's there to lose at this point? But seriously, dude. All right. Um, it is uh, it is something to take into consideration if you are a no-coiner and you're not into uh, Bitcoin yet. So speaking about no-coiners, the Bcash fork. No, th those people have uh, some coins. They don't have the real thing. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Uh, but uh, Bcash, we've been talking a few weeks about how they're going to have this fork and it's going to be an upgrade. Well, the fork went down today. And this is why you don't have hard fork after hard fork after hard fork. It was the Bcash people originally led by King of the Trolls that said, oh, Bitcoin's got a hard fork now. It's got to do it now. And it, it, it's, it, you know, we, we got to increase the block size now. Do all these things now, now, now. No deferral of gratification. Well, when you rush things and when you make mega changes like this that need hard forks, well, problems can occur. And guess what? A problem occurred. Matt O'Dell says, more proof that routine hard forks with minimal code review are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. 
who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? But here's the BitNex research tweet. Uh, they say the Bcash chain has split into two chains. A hard fork occurred at block 582679. However, since that block upgraded uh, and non-upgraded nodes have split onto different chains, the Bcash network may not currently be safe for payments. Again, this is why you don't do drastic things all the time. You don't rush into type of – the market thought it was going to be great. Oh, there's going to be a hard fork. They're going to add this. Uh, and they were supposed to add some interesting stuff to Bcash. The uh, Schnorr signatures, is that what they were going to add? Cool, great. They were going to do that. But clearly the competency there is a, is a little lacking. And uh, it is a reminder why Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Why one Bitcoin equals one, one Bitcoin. Why Bcash is an altcoin. It was a free crypto dividend that we all got that we should have traded in for uh, for more Bitcoin. And hey, I don't wish these these people problems. But if you do these changes, all if hard, if you keep on doing hard forks, you're going to get bit. This is why it's great that Bitcoin does not do this. It, it, it's a la it's a it, it, it's a scenario that is just not supposed to play out. It's a worst case scenario was what the term I was looking for. Oh, God, I might need to take a nap. I, I got up a little early. I went to synagogue. I ran almost seven miles doing the show early. All right. Win Woe TM. Dude, I hope you got your problem fixed, Win Woe TM, that you DM me about. You didn't, I DM'd you, asked you how you were. You didn't get back to me. But he sent 199 in the chat. He says, I will have a strong hand from now on. No more FOMO. Dude, that, that is great. And what you implied to me, dude, and I don't want to misinterpret what you implied to me, is that you sent your Bitcoin somewhere in order to trade it? And then it got stuck because you didn't pay a high uh, transaction fee or your transaction fee was too low. Well, first of all, I hope your Bitcoin is not stuck anymore. And I hope you really weren't trying to sell your Bitcoin for an altcoin because you, you do. And here you imply, I will have a strong hand from now on, no more FOMO. So did you FOMO on altcoins? Don't FOMO on altcoins. That's one of the sayings here, dudes. That's one of the sayings. But uh, hey, WinWoTM, TM, seriously, I do hope everything turned out all right for you. I just, all right, Roman Q says, hey, while everyone, and thank you for the contribution, the 199. Roman Q says, while everyone is talking about US-China trade war, Bitcoin is quietly waging total war on global fiat. We know what happens when the hardest money faces off against soft money. Yeah, it wins. But many people don't understand that, and they're just addicted to the US, uh, the, the US dollar uh, welfare coin and would just rather stay there, and they're 80% or so. Good luck to them. Uh, but uh, hey, here we know to get, we want the real money. And when you get the real thing, you hold on to it. You don't go spending it. You don't go trading it. You use the weak money, the dollar. When I go, when I go on the bus, I take, I use a dollar. When I buy a plane ticket, I use dollars. Okay. When I pay for the Airbnb, I use dollars. I have never used those Bitcoins. I have never turned them into dollars. Why do that? Offended by selling. Pound that like button. My voice is getting loud. Okay. Oh, Lele, I saw what you wrote there, dude. I'm not repeating that. And if if that happens when you watch me, then I guess you are attracted to men. All right. So moving on. And I'm not going to say what that dude said. Now, and maybe Lele is a woman. I don't know. 
Um, now, uh, what is this here? Oh, this is very, this is from uh, C. Ben Diskin. He says, one Satoshi is now worth more than one Indonesian rupiah, one Vietnamese dong. That reminds me of the Anita Hill and uh, and uh, Clarence Thomas. Does anyone catch that reference there? One Iranian real. Tick tock, tick tock. So yeah, one Satoshi is already worth more than those really weak currencies. Hey, it, it, it was just a matter of time. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Why would you be holding any of those things? If you if you could turn any of those things. Vietnamese currency, Indonesian currency, Iranian currency into, into Bitcoin. You should have done it a while ago. But hey, no regrets. Do it now. You're fine. But yeah, one Satoshi will be worth more than many, many uh, fiat currencies in, 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 the, uh, in the future. Maybe more than one dollar. Who knows? Uh, Charlton sent a dollar ninety nine. Thanks for the content, Adam. Strong hand. Well, thank you, Charlton. Uh, for for the support, seriously, and yes, uh, sci-fi flyer sixty-seven said Gresham's law. Yes, you get rid of the, the bad currency, you keep the real thing, dude. And dude, am I meeting you soon in person? If I am, pound that like button. I look forward to it. Long Beach in the house. All right, now, yes, Long Beach next Thursday. I'm pumped to go down there. I haven't been there since uh, I was there in 2014. Actually, is the only time I've ever been there. Seem nice. Uh, and uh, what, what do we have here? I did a calc. Oh, this is this is from a guy who actually lives in the LA area, who I've actually met before. He sent me an email. He said I did a simple calculation to help elucidate the concept of owning one Bitcoin to no coiners. Okay, no coiners, wake up to this. Number of gold ounces in the world: seven billion. Number of Bitcoin that will eventually be in the world, 21 million. Owning one Bitcoin is equivalent to owning 333 ounces of gold, a little over 10 kilograms, worth about $425,000. Yes, 333 ounces of gold is worth $425,000 right now. Now, Bitcoin, of course, is worth like $8,000 right now. Hmm. So, I mean, if you're making that gold uh, to Bitcoin comparison, and, and there, I did the math for you there. Thank you very much. That is a good comparison. Maybe some golden holders that will inspire them to just uh, value their wealth in the new gold, the digital gold. Okay. Um, oh, God, people talking about so. Uh, so, back in Baltimore, my where I'm, I'm, I was born, where I was raised, and uh, where I'm not now, right? Where I'm not now. Uh, many of you have heard that the for what a week now it's been. I don't even know how long it's been, but the, all the computers, the government, uh, Baltimore government, it, it's not working. They're not working. Uh, a hacker uh, is holding holding them for ransom. He wants some Bitcoin, and the former mayor of Baltimore, Sheila Dixon, has chimed in now. Now, of course, she's the former mayor because she had to resign because she was involved in a gift card scandal. And no, that's not Mayor Catherine Pugh that you're getting. Mayor Catherine Pugh had to resign recently because she was involved in a, a book scandal. She, so there have been two mayors of Baltimore of the last four mayors now 
who had to resign in scandal. Okay, that's just a you know, to give you how, to show you how Baltimore City is run, and so you're not shocked that a, a hacker in some faraway country can hold the whole city hostage. Uh, but she she gives a very interesting uh, opinion here. She says uh, Sheila Dixon says she'd pay the ransom. She if she was still mayor, and by the way, she can run for mayor again. She probably is going to win. This crook from before is probably going to come back and win. And uh, but anyway, that that's the voters for you, okay? But I'm I'm getting off subject. I'm getting onto a Saturday type of, type of subject. If you like these type of subjects, watch Saturday's show, Beyond Bitcoin Show. Pound that like button. But she says if she's mayor, she would have just paid the hacker off, and uh, it would have been over by now because now Baltimore City is losing a lot of money every single day. The Baltimore City government has been hijacked by a ransom. Malware, malware for the past several days. The computer terrorist asked for $75,000 with a penalty of $10,000 per day until demands are met. Now, from what I've heard, he wants Bitcoin. That, and so here, here's the lesson. There are many institutions out there that bought Bitcoin a while ago just in case something like this happened. So they like paid $300 of Bitcoin. They pay off the, this is well worth their while to do that. And of course, Baltimore City never did this. Now, if Baltimore City actually decides, you know what, we are stuck. We can't get through this. We're going to have to buy Bitcoin right now and pay him off. So they do that. But what I would advise to Baltimore City is to buy double the amount of Bitcoin. So then in the long run, this could become quite profitable for you and you could still have an insurance fund. Okay. Because this is going to happen again if Sheila Dixon becomes, I mean, it's not, the city's clearly run very efficiently that this even that this even occurred in the first place. But if Baltimore City does end up paying this dude off after not paying this dude off for a week, it will make headlines and it will wake other cities up to the fact that, hey, maybe we need a, a, a Bitcoin insurance fund. But again, it might help the cities in the long term. Because you might remember, I talked about a man who contacted me once and he said, Adam, I, I had my computer hijacked and I paid off the guy and he, he released my computer, but I forgot that I also had an, I, I bought too much Bitcoin and I stored my Bitcoin on Coinbase. And then a, a few, uh, a year or two later, I remembered it and my, my Bitcoin was worth a lot more. And it was, I actually came out a, a, with a profit in terms of fiat. So a city could set it up that way. But yeah, this will be news if Baltimore does give in and pays this dude the Bitcoin. It will also inspire other uh, people all over the world to try to take advantage of these poorly run American cities or, or cities all over the world that are poorly run to attempt to do this to other cities. So cities, get your act together, get your, your IT guys thinking. Uh, it might be a good idea to have a Bitcoin insurance fund. Uh, once you're uh, in, a, because, you know, most of the IT departments in, in, in cities like Baltimore, they're just people doing nothing that were just hired because they're friends with Catherine Pugh, Sheila Dixon, Jack Young, whoever. Uh, uh, what's her name? I, I don't want to just mention, I want to mention Mary Pat Clark, who everybody worships. And Oh, by the way, if you don't know who Mary Pat Clark is, and God willing, you don't know who she is, she first was elected to Baltimore City Council in 1975. Yes. 44 years ago, there is someone on Baltimore City Council who was first elected to Baltimore City Council 44 years ago. And you wonder why this type of thing happens. Pound that like, and everyone loves her. They were, and she said, openly says she's a socialist. She's talked about it many times. And for years, she said this for years, not just recently, 
Not that this old bag didn't just say this recently. She said this for many, many years. And, and everyone likes Mary Pack. Okay, I'm, I'm turning this into a Saturday show now. But I'm, I'm, I'm rant, ranting about Baltimore a little bit. All right, all right, all right. People like this. Colonel Swan Jr. said, to truly stop Bitcoin, the federal government would have to stop the internet and math on the internet. Yeah, and they're not doing that. Colonel Swan Jr., thank you for the 10 bucks. Fear no government. Fear Bitcoin is bigger than all this. It's not getting shut down. Um, now, um, where do we, we have coin. So I've, I've talked about uh, bureaucracy here today, uh, trade wars, Baltimore. What, what else do we need to talk about? I just want to see if I forgot anything uh, there on that rant. Okay. Uh, a Congress, now Coindesk, I don't usually quote Coindesk articles, it's rare, but Congressman Emmer to reintroduce tax bill focused on crypto hard forks. Now, this guy is a congressman from Minnesota, a Republican congressman from Minnesota. And I don't usually like what congressmen do, okay? But this is a good rule that he's proposing, a good law. And compare this congressman from Minnesota with the female congressman from Minnesota that all of you have heard of, who, mm, the disgusting one from Minnesota. Compare what she talks about to what this guy is trying to do. Wow, apples and oranges here. Apples and oranges. What's the big, what's the difference? He says, Coindesk has further learned that the safe harbor for taxpayers with forked assets bill will prevent the IRS from penalizing unreported crypto assets gained through hard forks until the IRS issues clear guidance on their regulatory treatment. The bill may also include air swaps, which should, they should have said air drops, which were not covered in the bill's earlier iteration. So this guy is the crypto dividend congressman. I'm calling Mr. Uh, whatever is Emmer from Minnesota, the crypto dividend congressman, because he's putting it out there. He's saying, you know what? There is no clear policy right now for crypto dividends, how you're supposed to report them to the IRS, blah, 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 blah. But, and so he is making a bill, a law so that if you didn't do anything, if you didn't report them to the IRS, if you, because right now you don't know what to do that the, the IRS can't say, Oh, you didn't do X, Y, and Z back in the day. Now we're going to penalize you. No, they won't be able to penalize people. And that is the right thing because there is no clear law on, there's no clear law on all sorts of tax aspects of Bitcoin. Okay. Especially crypto dividends. So he's going to put a law out there. Hopefully they'll approve it. And uh, that, no, that the United States, that the, the IRS can't come to people in the future and say, oh, you didn't pay the, the crypto dividend fee back in 2018. Well, there was no law then. And he should actually do this with all Bitcoin tax related stuff because it's, 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 there's a lot of, it's not clear. It's not clear. There's a lot of uh, nebulous uh, information. There's an, it's, it's a nebulous situation, excuse me in terms of Bitcoin and, and taxes in the United States. So uh, good job, dude. Uh, keep on uh, keep on doing what you're doing, Emmer. And yeah, Oof, God. to compare you to that that beast um, that's also a congresswoman from your from your state. Oof, God, I don't, I, don't, I don't your state's a freak show if it can have one from one like you and one like that. Anyway, so. Uh, Understanding, uh, what is this? Oh, this is a great chart. 
I, I, I retweeted it. It's linked to below from Gravity Wave 2. It's the understanding cryptocurrencies chart. And it shows that as, as your the number of coins in your portfolio goes down, your understanding of cryptocurrency goes up. It increases. Okay. It's a funny chart, but it shows that to start, you start with one, you only start with one uh, asset. Okay. And then you got a bunch as, as you gain a little bit more understanding, but then as you gain a lot of understanding, you're only left with one and that is Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Okay. Russell Okung, who is in the NFL. I talked about the NFL yesterday and he is, he's got a, a Bitcoin tweet out there and he, it's a tweet about him listening to Bitcoin podcasts and promoting some certain Bitcoin podcasts that he listened to. So I give this guy a lot of credit. He is really getting into Bitcoin. He's he's uh, listening to podcasts and he's retweeting those podcasts. So, dude, you are doing a great thing uh, for the 80 percenters who worship you and, and whatnot. And uh, you're doing a great thing for yourself if you're actually buying Bitcoin and learning about Bitcoin. So, um Congratulations, Okung, Russell Okung. Keep on doing what you're doing, dude. And uh, maybe some people will wake up because of you. And maybe more NFLers will start talking about it. I don't like the NFL, but I know a lot of people do. And it will. And you dudes, you got to manage your money. I tried to create, I tried to personally, when I met Jonathan Ogden in the BWI airport, I was a retired NFL guy, a smart dude. I told him to get into Bitcoin and he was giving me all sorts of excuses and whatnot. That his his financial manager, his financial the guy who manages his finance said no 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 no. So Russell, you're starting a trend. Don't do what your financial advisor says. Uh, do what you want to do in terms of Bitcoin, but but still take some basic advice from your financial advisor. All right, but they're, they're stuck in an old paradigm. They're stuck in an old, old paradigm, but they are conservative uh, financial advisors. So is, does anybody have an Andrew Yang update? He, he already spoke at consensus today. I, I thought he was supposed to, I went to his feed. He has nothing about doing that today about Bitcoin on his feed, nothing about, so I'm a little disappointed. Um, he's in New York. Clearly he's doing pretty well in New York. A lot of people are uh, going to speeches of his in New York, but there was nothing about consensus. He, he didn't talk about Bitcoin there. So anybody have any updates? All right. Let me see if there were any more questions. That is it. I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to my channel, like my, this video, share this video, check out the links uh, section below. Bang that bell button, click on those squares right there. I will say hi to you dudes in the chat right now. Yeah, remember this shirt. I like this shirt a lot. See you later.